0: and then all of a sudden after watching this uh, show for maybe 30-40 minutes the baby, the cap finally breached was able to get almost completely out of the water and it was like the it must have been the most excited little kid in the world um it, he looked like all of a sudden he was like super hopped up on sugar
1: Welcome to Experiences You Should Have, your how-to guide for amazing experiences. I'm Gail, your host, and we are going to be going back. Back to the ocean today and back to Baja Mexico uh, We've done some episodes with Jay Clue from Dive Ninja Expeditions On uh, diving Socorro and freediving with Mobula Rays in Baja Mexico And this episode we're going to be getting you out on the boat For essentially a whale watching adventure And what's really cool about Baja is that there's a six-week period where all these different kinds of whale and shark species overlap. And this is the only place in the world where in the course of one week you could go experience gray whales, humpback whales, blue whales, whale sharks and even head out for an open ocean safari uh, to go look for orcas and maybe some mako sharks or blue sharks um this this experience is is a land-based experience where you're spending the night on the land but you're going out on the boat every day uh to go check out a new species and you might see some seals and bottlenose dolphins and this is an experience that can be had 100 percent on the boat Um, but you will have opportunities to to get in the water and play with the seals and go see the whale sharks and if you're into sharks but you don't have to uh, you might be able to hop in the water with some Mako and blue sharks. Now this is not a scuba diving experience. This is snorkeling and free diving. Uh, and dive ninjas does offer a free diving course. Uh, now if you are Hawaii based, I, I do recommend checking out Kona Honu divers as they offer a fantastic free diving course as well. Um, uh, and if you don't quite know what an open ocean safari is, we do have a podcast episode on an open ocean safari, uh, talking with the owner of Kona Honu Divers, um, and that one is off of Kona. But they do also incorporate this open ocean safari into this gentle giant expedition with dive ninjas off the coast of Baja Mexico and this is just a really unique way to see all different parts of Baja Mexico experience these whales on the boat and and you might get to see some calves uh, with their moms and see all different kinds of species in the course of a week and uh, this interview is with Jay Clue. We're bringing him back. We love Jay. Huge fans. So please stay tuned and learn about this incredible experience with a multitude of whales, dolphins, and maybe some sharks off the coast of Baja. Welcome, Jay, to experiences you should have. Your how-to guide for amazing experiences. Uh, Thank you for coming.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely. You are my favorite adventurer out there, Uh, listeners. uh, You may notice there's lots of episodes here with Jay because he does cool stuff, and (laughs) I. I really love these adventures and just want to keep on sharing them with you. And so we are talking about this gentle giant expedition happening in Baja, Mexico with Dive Ninjas, uh, which Jay is your, your team leader at Dive, dive Ninja Expeditions. Um, can, you, can you tell our listeners about the gentle giant expedition and really what it is?
0: Yeah, of course. So Gentle giants is a bit different than most of the other stuff we do. It's kind of this really special expedition that happens in a very small window of time every year in the late winter. Um, Essentially in Baja, you have lots of whales and whale sharks and all these kind of big animals that come through the area at different periods and different times of the year. But you have about this five, six week window that runs from about the middle of February to about late um, March where you can actually, in the course of maybe eight, like an eight-day trip, see all these different animals. Um, instead of having to say, you know, if you wanted to do see all these animals anywhere else in the world, you would need to go to like, you know, six different locations to be able to find them on you know, four different continents. Um, so it's a very special thing that happens. um what it is 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 a kind of like a whale watching expedition, but it also has some things where we get in the water and we get to do different things uh snorkeling and whale watching, visiting mangroves, et cetera et cetera, and kind of get to see um a good chunk of Baja uh, California in the process
1: now, whale watching expedition uh what types of whales are you seeing, and what other non whales? are that you might see on this trip and and then tell me about the different locations that you're going to to see these creatures
0: sure so the the whales that we're we're aiming to see the the primary ones are the humpback whale the gray whale and the largest animal that's ever lived on earth the blue whale um, we also see fin whales minky whales orcas um we've pods of dolphins, even super pods of dolphins, whale sharks, um, sea lions, uh, mako sharks, blue sharks, and pretty much anything else the Pacific Ocean or the Sea of Cortez can throw at us during the week. Um, We've had some crazy stuff over the years. Uh, As for locations, we start off in Cabo San Lucas, where we're our home bases for Dive Ninja Expedition um there we usually go out and we'll do like an open ocean safari and some humpback whale watching uh cabo is really famous for humpbacks we get thousands of humpbacks that come to the area every year they come down there to mate and to um give birth to their young and then to the warmer waters before they head back north
1: um
0: it's really really beautiful the humpbacks in general are really crazy to watch because they're one of the more acrobatic whales um, they love to breach and smash the water and smack it with their tails, and they're really, really active animals. Uh, one of the like coolest experiences we've I've seen with them was uh, last year. We were out and there was a mother and an escort whale and a, a young calf, maybe a three-month-old or four-month-old, and the calf was trying to breach from the water like the escort was, um, and the so it was almost like the escort was trying to teach him. The escort would kind of breach from the water, really you know, beautiful, out of the water, smash down, thunder, like sounds and everything. And then you'd see this baby try and go and do it. And the baby would basically kind of like almost get out of the water, but not really. And then like flop down and just like flip around on the surface and then go underwater. And then the escort would come back up again and you know, thunderous splash down into the water. And the baby would try again and keep kind of messing up. And then all of a sudden, after watching this uh, show for maybe 30, 40 minutes, the baby, the calf, finally breached, was able to get almost completely out of the water. And it was like the it must have been the most excited little kid in the world. Um, He looked like all of a sudden he was like super hopped up on sugar. The baby just kept breaching over and over and over, like taking off down the coast. It was just like breach, 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 breach. Meanwhile, the mom and the escort are like super far behind trying to catch up to so him. Like, wait, wait, slow down, slow down. <laughs> super funny.
1: Oh, so- I
0: love it. <laughs> I love it. So that's the first place we start. Usually also on the open ocean safaris when we go out for the humpbacks, we usually spend part of the day looking for sharks. Um, this time of year is really good to see I'm short mako sharks here, um, yeah. as they migrate through the area. It's also really good to see blue sharks in this area at that time too. Um, so really, really both really incredible sharks. They're really beautiful. The blues remind me of a, uh, almost like, uh, like a cartoon character. So these really big eyes and a long nose, really pretty. Um, and then mako, you know, in our like uh, cousins to the great white, they have big teeth, the shark in the ocean. Uh, really, really cool look. So we can get them. Then and from- do you
1: get in the water with the Makos and the blue sharks? Yep,
0: yeah, of course, yeah. So we go in the water and we snorkel and free dive with them. Um, and we'll spend a few hours in the water, hanging out with them, checking them out and everything like that. So usually, the blues especially are very interested in people. Um, they, especially guys with cameras, um, they, they have a fascination <laughs> with dome ports for some reason, and they will come up and just kind of boop your dome over and over like, Ooh, what's this shiny thing? Um, mm-hmm. kind of silly.
1: <laughs> and, and do you ever see like aggressive behavior from these no. blue sharks or Mako sharks? Mm-mm.
0: No, not at all. We got the, with the people we work with here with the shark diving and these things have all, um, they all come from shark research backgrounds. i have been working with sharks all over the world. Um, Cabo is really well at uh, protecting the shark species here, mm-hmm. as well as like informing the guests and everything like that and taking really good care.
1: Great. So we start off, we've got some whales, we've got some sharks. What, where are you going next?
0: So after that, what we do is we uh, usually about a, uh, two days in Cabo. Um, we'll pack up the van and then we head off to our next destination. It's a few hour drive north. We head up to a place called Bahia Magdalena or Magdalena Bay. Uh, Magdalena Bay, you might hear me mention some other things we talk about and everything like that. It is one of the most incredible places in Baja. It is a huge bay with a bunch of big barrier islands on the outside. Um, and it's just full of life. Uh, very small town. It's a kind of a fishing village. There's a couple of fishing villages on it and everything like that. But really kind of like real Baja, uh, very rural, you know, and all that. It's also really famous for birds, um, for bird watching and all that. You have a population of osprey that come there to give birth to their babies. Um, you have tons of seabirds and all these kind of things. You have a really important mangrove there, um, as well as dune, like a dune ecosystem and everything like that. But the reason we go there is for the grey whale. Um, the gray whales, they like to come out here because it's a, where they go to give birth to their young um, because it's a very protected area. The lagoons are very shallow. Um, and uh, since they're protected from the open ocean, they can't really, like orcas and other predators, can't come in to really do anything or uh, hunt the babies or anything like that. So it gives them a really good place to raise their young before they begin their really long journey. north. Um, it's also really magical here. For reasons we don't really understand, Um, the gray whales here are very interested in in humans. Um, They're very interested in boats. Um, You can kind of go out and we just shut the motor off and the whales will kind of come right up to the boat. Uh, We've had times where you get these, you know, 15 meter, 45 foot whales um, just right next to the boat and lift their head out of the water and look you eye to eye. Um, and then they'll go underwater, and they'll come underneath the boat, and they'll come right up on the other side and look at the other people, and then go back and forth and kind of like play peekaboo with them. It, it's mind-blowing. You know, I mean, the whales are bigger than the boat you're on, and they'll kind of just bounce back and forth and fly ch- hop and check it out and or anything like that. And also, we get this really strange behavior with the mothers. Um, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll actually lift their, their calf, their baby, onto their nose and almost, and push the baby up to the boat, almost lift it out of the water and be like, look at my baby. He's really pretty, isn't it? It's <laughs> incredible. It's like Lion King, you know, but in the water.
1: Yes. I love it. I love it. So, so where where to next?
0: From there, we go out to, uh, we cross the peninsula and we go from the Pacific side over to the Sea of Cortez to a place called Loreto. The uh, retos are famous because at this time of year, you have uh, blue whales that come into the area to feed. And um, blue whales is just an incredible animal. Um, we also have thin whales, minky whales. Um, last year, we actually seen a hybrid whale, um, which is a mix of two species of whales together, a blue and a fin. Um, we've also have super pots of dolphins, giant bait balls, and, and just this area in general is incredible. It's just massive, uh, massive mountains as a backdrop behind you. The water is almost always like glass in the bay. Like it's just a really, really incredible place. Um, it, but for me, it's like one of the best things of being out there and being with the Blue Elves because Loretto is such a small area, kind of a quieter area. And the, the water is so flat and so quiet in the ocean there. Um, that you kind of go out to the area where the blue whales hang out and you just shut the motor off we don't actively search for them by vision for instance we go out there we shut the motor off and you just wait and listen and then all of a sudden you'll hear like when it comes up to the surface you'll hear the breath echo across the ocean it is one of the most incredible thing to to feel and see or hear because you're talking you know this is the largest animal that's ever lived on earth in the entire history of earth Mm -hmm. and when its breath comes out it's like thunderous and their blow from the top of their head can almost be up to nine meters or 30 feet tall it's incredible you can see it from like a mile away
1: wow wow wow
0: So we'll do that, and then from there we head out to check out some really old like 4,000 to 6,000 year old cave paintings out in the mountains as well as like a Spanish mission, and then we start to head back south uh, on the Sea of Cortez side of the peninsula, um, making a stop off in La Paz to see the last giant of Baja, our resident population of whale sharks. Um, We'll go out in La Paz Bay, to see the whale sharks for the for the day and get to see them. There is this time of year, we have a lot of juvenile whale sharks that are in the bay feeding and everything, um, so we'll spend some time swimming with them and seeing these guys, you know, the largest fish in the ocean. And then um, before heading back in, we usually make a stop off at the sea lion colony to see one of our favorites. They're not really giants because at this time they're puppies, so they're very small, um, but they're super super fun to be in the water with and snorkel with like i'd say as incredible as swimming with the whale sharks are our sea lion pups. Yeah. Um, this time of year they're a little they're, they're grown up enough that the parents are starting to give them a little more uh, leniency um, so these little guys are extremely mischievous and they love playing with uh, divers and snorkelers so they'll come up and they kind of like check you out and then they'll fly around you really fast and they'll come super, super slow and look at you all slow. And then they take off and kind of spin around you again. And the next thing you know, you're swimming along and one's grabbing your fin and biting it and trying to steal your fin from you. And they're very, very mischievous little guys.
1: I love them. They're so much fun and I love getting to play with them.
0: That is super, super, super fun.
1: It is the best. Wow. I mean, this is an incredible trip. You're seeing so many different kinds of whales, of sharks, whale sharks, seals. I mean, this is, this is an experience you should have. And, and I'm just curious in your own words, why should someone experience this?
0: I would say, I mean, for, For me, one of the main reasons I actually ended up moving to Baja and living here is there is nowhere else on the planet that has this. There's nowhere in the world where you can see, you know, blue whales, humpback whales, gray whales, whale sharks, sea lions, mako sharks, all in the course of one week. It's like, uh, you know, incredibly rare. And Baja, in general, is home to one-third of, of the world's marine mammals. And in the wintertime, we host more uh, migratory marine mammals than anywhere else on Earth. It's a mind-blowing place. It's like when we drive up the coast to go to these places, a lot of times you can just look out the window and see whales breaching off the coast or blowing and everything like that. It is mind-blowing. So it's just something for me that's just, you get to see some of the largest animals on Earth, some of the most beautiful creatures, intelligent creatures, and everything like that, and so many bucket list uh, species, but all done in one week.
1: Mm-hmm. Incredible. I want to go on this trip. I just got to go talk to my husband. and <laughs> uh, You have convinced me. I, I am going to do this. Um, got to come down
0: and visit, definitely.
1: Possibly twenty twenty. Oh uh, <laughs> okay, so you talked about when a little bit, um, and I see you guys have uh, three trip dates on your calendar for late February and and early March with Diamond Ninja Expeditions. Uh, do you have the same chance of seeing these creatures on any of these three weeks that you're offering this?
0: Yeah. So we've pretty much uh, – we, we have four we trips next season. We may be adding a fifth one. We're look, we're debating on it okay. right now. Um, we're potentially going to add a fifth. But at the moment, um, there's four trips. One of them has already been sold out by a group called Girls at Scuba. They've taken the entire week um, for their guests. Then the other ones, um, basically from scouting and exploring these last years and everything like that, we've kind of figured out when the best window is to see, you know, everything. Um, we used to start the trips a little bit earlier in February and run a couple more weeks, um, but we've learned in the last few years that the blue whales have started to show up a little bit later in the season, mm-hmm arrive always in january like the end of january lately they've been arriving you know we start to see them more commonly usually the first week or two weeks of february so what we've done is we've started to push the trips back a little bit um and not run trips in the beginning so we have a much higher chance of actually seeing blue whale um all the other guys they're always there you know what i mean or not always but they're there for the whole season so the it's just the um the blue whales. Well. so that's why we kind of push the schedule back a little bit to accommodate that the blue whales have uh started to arrive uh, like a week or so later um, than they used to
1: mm-hmm. and and it looks like you can go ahead and book these trips right now for 2020 uh, just curious when will you open up these trips for 2021
0: so we'll be opening 2021 probably in a month or two. Usually we release it towards the end of the year. Um, the 2020 dates have just gone online recently. So now we're going to start pushing for the 2021 one. Um, mm-hmm. In the next, I'd say, a couple months, we'll start to release the dates for that.
1: Okay. And how much does it cost to go on this trip?
0: So the exhibition series for 2020 is $2,585 uh, US dollars. And this includes pretty much everything. It includes your accommodation, it includes all the activities, it includes all the marine park fees because you're entering about four or five different marine parks while you're on the trip. Um, It includes uh, all the transportation between the different areas. We also have one of our expert wildlife guides from Dive Ninjas will be with you the whole week um, and all that kind of stuff.
1: What about food? Food is the only thing we don't
0: really include fully. Um, we do include light breakfast at the hotels and everything like that, the accommodation. Um, when we're on the boats for full days, we include lunch and snacks and everything like that. If it's half days, then we're just, uh, we just include uh, snacks and drinks. But normally what it is, these are very, uh, like, kind of like true dive ninja fashion. We only work with very small groups for these. Um, we keep it to a maximum of six passengers, like six guests for every trip. Um so what we do is we kind of we've we found that instead of kind of forcing the guide or the, the guests to eat a specific thing at a you know every day or something like that, we prefer to leave food out of the cloth and take them out. Um and what we do is every day the guide will talk to the guests and be like, Hey, so what are you guys in the mood for tonight? And let's all go out for dinner. Um or if you don't want to go out and you prefer to order in, you can also order from here or you can get this, or we can bring you something back or blah Lot. Um, we found that it works a lot better to kind of give freedom you know what i mean to the mm-hmm. guest um, than uh, kind of forcing you into a meal plan or
1: something like right right and and in my experience a tip is usually not included in the in the trip price what is the recommended tip on on this trip
0: it's, same as pretty much any other kind of live aboard or these kind of you know expedition trips, we do recommend ten to fifteen percent. Um, but of course, it's at the, the guest discretion.
1: Okay, perfect. And and what age is recommended for this trip? Uh, how young can you be um, to go on this trip? And also, is this recommended for? Um, uh, like an older adult who maybe has limited mobility?
0: Yeah, so with uh, on the younger side, I mean, there's really no age limit. Um, we usually recommend 8 to 10 years old, something like that. The only place where uh, being too young could be an issue the only part of the trip would be with the sharks. Um, with very young children, we prefer we don't let them go so much in the water um, unless the conditions are very perfect because they're they're smaller and children can you know we don't want them to freak out or anything like that because it could be seen as aggression from the to the sharks. You know what I mean? So. Um, but usually 8 to 10 years old, somewhere in that general range, will keep you fine for the entire trip. Um, the other side of it, they, there's not really any crazy physical activity except for the the cave paintings we go out a little bit of hiking to. Um, but the, everything else is really relaxed. Um, I mean, we've had guests, you know, that were, you know, from 10 years old all the way up to almost 80 years old.
1: Okay. And if if you have trouble hiking or walking long distances, um, can you opt out of the cave paintings?
0: Yeah, of course. You can opt out of everything. Anything. If you want to take a day off from the whales or you want to not do the cave paintings or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, Where the cave paintings actually are, since that's the only one that really is a mobility issue since the hiking, um, it's actually located on a really big ranch up in the mountain. Um, so what you can do is, uh, if you didn't want to hike, we can have, you can hang out at the ranch if you wanted to still come along and see the area and everything like that. Um, and, uh, you know, the, it's a really beautiful area in the middle of the mountains. There's also the Spanish mission. So you could hang out at the Spanish mission for a little while, while they hike to the, while the others hike to the cave.
1: Okay. And, and what about gear needed? Do you need to bring your own snorkeling gear or a wetsuit or anything like that?
0: it's really up to the guests. You can bring your own, uh, snorkel mask, fins and wetsuit if you prefer. Um, or if you prefer to travel light, we can rent the equipment too. We have it all. So.
1: Okay, great.
0: Something special really needed.
1: And do you have any special recommendations for bringing a camera on the trip?
0: Yeah. First, the main recommendation is to definitely bring your camera. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's, It's some incredible stuff. Um, but for photographers or more hardcore photographers and videographers and anything like that, the, the big recommendation we always give is to bring, um, if you can, bring two cameras, one for underwater and one for top size. Um, this is because some of the areas, for instance, like the gray whale. When they come very close to the boat, you can lean over the edge of the boat and shoot some footage underwater um, and get some photos under the water. But then, you know, maybe two seconds later, there's another whale breaching a hundred meters or 300 feet off the side of the boat somewhere further away, and you're going to want your camera dry so that you could shoot that. Um, so, we do recommend for the more hardcore photographers is if they can to bring one for underwater and one for above water. We also recommend to bring a long lens if you're shooting a DSLR or a mirrorless or something like that, um, that you can get some really good shots of the birds. You can get shots of the whales in the distance and these kind of things.
1: Perfect. Now, I I read that you guys were just awarded a very special award. Uh, Can you talk about that?
0: Ah, sure. That's awesome. Yeah. So we uh, recently, um, we were given a recognition from Prima, uh, which is a marine mammal research center here in uh, Mexico. It's based in Baja. They've been operating since the 80s. Um, They're considered one of the, the top marine mammal research centers in Mexico. This year, we were doing a a lot of work with um, helping them with the research project with the gray whales and everything like that. And they gave us this award or recognition um, because of our work in ecotourism and how we've been promoting conservation of the whales and working to protect the whales and everything like that, as well as being an asset in supporting their research with the gray whales in the area and furthering conservation efforts here in Mexico.
1: Beautiful. I absolutely love that. I'm all about ocean conservation, and I'm a huge advocate. Uh, So thank you very much.
0: No problem. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners about this incredible experience? Uh, Trying to
0: think of what else. I mean, one thing for, saying going back to, like, gear or anything like that, not really gear, but usually we recommend uh, these areas. One, I mean, Baja is a desert. So in the mornings and at night, the temperatures can drop pretty low, um, not freezing or anything like that, 50, 60 Fahrenheit, or maybe in the 15 to 17 Celsius range. Um, But in the daytime, when the sun gets higher in the sky, the temperature can almost double. So you can go from being, you know, uh, 15 celsius in the morning to being like 28 celsius around lunchtime um, or from you know 55 60 degrees in the morning to being up in the 80s in the afternoon so we always recommend to wear light layers that so you can kind of remove layers throughout the day because you know most of the whale stuff we're going to go be going out very early in the morning usually around sunrise or just after sunrise to get the best action and all that um but then we'll maybe still be on the boat at 12 o'clock or something one o'clock etc mm-hmm. so it's good to have some layers that you can kind of take off and everything as it starts to get warmer um and all that it's also like the one of the things besides i mean the whales are incredible and all that is the main focus but one of the really cool things with these expeditions is you actually because they're moving around to these different locations you get to see a lot of baja um, a lot of the of southern end of the baja so you get to see the mountain ranges, you get to see the deserts, you know, forests of cactus, you get to see the Pacific Coast, the Cortez. Um, so you really get like a real uh, introduction, let's say, to the, what Baja is like, I mean, especially outside of the tourist areas of Los Cabos and La Paz. Um, because a lot of these places, for instance, like uh, in Magdalena, you're talking very small town, like small fishing villages and like, you know, local fishermen and all that stuff, some of the nicest people in the world. Um, so you get to see a lot of, you know, more of the real side of uh, what the Baja is like.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it sounds like a trip that I am ready to book. Uh- <laughs> Yes. So I encourage you listeners to go on this trip. And if you're interested in going on this trip together, shoot me a message because I am actively looking at these dates. I yeah, this sounds incredible. I'm in. Um, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jay, I mean, you've been amazing. You've come on and talked about the the Mobula Rays. You've talked about Socorro. I mean, all the amazing adventures that could be had in Baja is astounding, um, which is why you're hearing uh, lots from Jay in these recent <laughs> episodes. But but definitely definitely check those episodes out, uh, and and hop on to have dot com to check out some photos from these trips as well as uh, information and links um i i just truly appreciate you jay just thank you for for sharing these incredible adventure experiences with our listeners oh
0: thank you so much it's been awesome to be part of it and happy to be here and we'll gladly keep sharing more and more
1: please please you can be a guest on the show anytime you'd like
0: Awesome. Well, I'll be back soon then. <laughs>
1: All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Experiences You Should Have. And if if you love discovering new experiences and you want your friends to learn about these experiences, then share this episode and share this podcast with your loved ones and uh, check us out on instagram on experiences podcast Uh, we're always posting new information there a new episode comes out every other week uh, usually on the weekend Uh, so please stay tuned subscribe to the podcast tell a friend leave a review if you're listening on an iphone maybe on apple podcast uh, five stars if you loved it and just don't bother leaving a review if you didn't like it. And if you have an idea for for a future show, uh, go to experiencesyoushouldhave.com, click on contact, and shoot me a message. We are all about uh, diving into a specific experience that can be replicated and give a how-to guide to make it happen and if you want to go experience these gentle giants uh, right now as of we're in august of 2019 might be september when you're listening to this but uh, there are spaces available as as of today so definitely go to dive ninja expeditions and and see if you can get on one of these really cool trips Uh, I swear this is going to be an experience that you will never forget. Uh, So definitely check that out. And that is at DiveNinjaExpeditions.com. I swear these are some really fantastic trips that really puts marine conservation first. Uh, So just highly recommend uh, this group and this team. And thank you and until next time.